When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, welcome back to the culture here on the Black Star Network. Um, I wanted to have another conversation. Now, this is just a, a continuation of discussions that we've had been having, not just only with Dr. Horn just a few moments ago, but this has been a part of a number of discussions that I've been having with people on air and off air about where we stand in this country. Where should Black America stand as we're seeing this breakdown of democracy? Where should Black America stand? as we see the GOP and the Democratic Party going in on themselves, right? As we see all of these things happening, there is a psychological and an emotional toll that's being placed on each one of us at this day and time. And we have to be very intentional about how we're going to get some sense of clarity, intentional about how we're going to move forward as individuals, and then as certainly as a community and as a people in this country. So I wanted to have this conversation with a brother who has been doing work in, in space uh, in the area of diversity and inclusion, um, equity. He's also a lecturer. He's also a motivational speaker. He does music, but you see him and you hear his voice on Roland Martin Unfiltered. So we are so happy that he's able to join us today. Dr. Omekongo uh, Debenga to join us for this part of the discussion. Doc, good morning, good afternoon. How are you, dear brother? I'm good, bro. How are you? I love your show. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Doc, um, I, I wanted to have a, a conversation about values. I wanted to have a conversation about psychology mm -hmm. um, because, you know, in, in my discussions with, with voices, with my culture crew and, and with some of the experts that we have coming on, I'm always thinking about, okay, this puts us in a crazy space. It really, it really spoke up for me when I was talking to Dr. Tyrone Powers, a former FBI agent that we had on the show Monday. And it, 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 and during that conversation, when we're talking about just the simple fact of the FBI, and mm -hmm. now you got black folks, black leaders, black political leaders who are defending an institution, <laughs> yes, sir, <laughs> right? <yes sir. laughs> that has historically and presently have not been in our interest as a community and how we're placed in this space, right? Yep. How we are in the situation where we're seeing Liz Cheney. We defend, some people are saying, oh, I like Liz Cheney, but she hasn't mm -hmm. liked us. Mm -hmm. We're seeing democracy, a form of government, Doc, that we are fighting each and every day to include us falling apart and then we're trying to figure out what well, do i hold it up yeah or I let it fall yeah talk to i mean are, 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 are you seeing the same thing that i'm seeing and if so what is what is going on on the, on the inside for us as we have these discussions and have to operate in a space of two-ness being in america 
Oh, most definitely. I mean, and it's a great conversation you've been having, but I mean, you have the great conversations every day. So I appreciate you know, that, bro. It's expected. But, you know, really at the end of the day, when I look at what's happening with us in our community and this country, obviously I get concerned, I get nervous, but the principle that I always come back to is that as a people, we have been through worse. And that's my, my default as it relates to how we're going to fight in this country. And since we've been through worse, I feel like we owe it to our ancestors and those who are our elders who are still here, who have seen worse, to continue to fight. Because really, at the end of the day, we got to think about it. If we leave, go to where, like Congo, South Africa, Colombia, Brazil, wherever, there's no place on this country where they won't come for us where they won't try to come and recolonize us, work to destroy us, re-enslave us. I mean, in, in the last segment you had, Dr. Horn was talking about you know, uh, the people talking about writing a new constitution. You got to understand, we're only a few Republican governors away from this country being able to have an actual constitutional convention where everything's going to be on the table again. So we either wow. fight here, you know what I'm saying? So we like fight here in the greatest nation that's or in terms of power, we fight it here or we're going to run somewhere else and they're going to come for us in the area where we're already weakened. You know, we go to a place like Liberia, Sierra Leone. We got to deal with our own divisions, African versus African-American versus all of that and try to work to come together. No, we fight here. Black people in this country have always served as America's conscience. We have fought in every war. We have always been dedicated and committed to this country. This country, up until Roe v. Wade got, got taken back, We've only enjoyed full democratic rights in this country in terms of citizens for less than 70 years. So this American thing, it's an experiment still. And we have to continue to fight for it because of we, it's like when James Baldwin left and he saw what Malcolm X and other people were going through in terms of activists. Like, I got to come back. I got to, you know, continue to fight. That's where I see where we are. But in the meantime, we got to continue to do work like this, building up black our network, building up our own businesses, building up our own banks, working to defend ourselves for when people do try to come for us in that physical space so that we can create our own community for survival within this country as we continue to work to strive. Yeah, and 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 and, and that, that's that's I mean that's a lot on us. I mean you you have written books about you know making sure that your energy and your space is 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 clear that you have written books yes. about you know how to help people to, to 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 have a vision for themselves and for their life and how they can be better people and better citizens you have you you studied this stuff you see this stuff but this mm -hmm. psychologically is putting us in a very very unique space for example and i and i, and I see Jawan event you you said it and no, sis, you ain't going crazy. She said that she she thought she was going crazy when she was defending the FBI. I had to ask myself, <laughs> damn, man, am I defending the FBI? Right. You know, yep. but 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 to your point, when we see all of these things happening, and I'm really, I'm really concerned, Doc. I'm really concerned that we have a very small window of opportunity mm -hmm. for us to do something very radical. And I'm not just talking about just for us presently. I'm talking about for those coming behind us, future. That's right. That's right. You know, I, you know I, what I mean? I, we have a very absolutely. small window. And it's like God is saying, look, hey, you got this small window. I'm telling you, yep. you got to take and you better you better take this chance. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned that we are not seeing the, 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 the fact that, you know what? If we don't take this chance, if we don't think of something very radical, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that we're we're going we're 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 going to fall and be a part of the breakdown of this system. Yo, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, as Malcolm Malcolm Nance talks about and many others in their work. I mean, we are three months away or less than three months away of this November election from the beginning of the collapse of this democracy, quote unquote, democracy, Dang. period, bottom line. You know, they already started putting the, the acts in place to have to be able to control the elections between the different state electors and, and the different attorneys and all of the systems that they're setting up. Yeah, people praise Liz Cheney for what she's doing up with Donald Trump. But yeah, she had voted against the Voting Rights Act. So, you know, most definitely we understand that there's a contradiction as it relates to that. But the most radical thing that we can do right now is mobilize to vote in November of this year. There are many other radical things that we can be engaged in. We can talk about boycotts or boycotts and making sure we're putting our money where it's supposed to be, challenging people who are sponsoring these people who are ignorant and racist and so on and so forth. But the most important thing we have right now is this election coming up? When I see too many people talk, I'm still seeing people in our community saying things like Republicans and Democrats are the same. Seriously, I mean, come on. I call out the Biden administration on a regular, called out the Obama administration, but I can clearly see the differences. And to be quite honest, we let our own community down in 2016 when we were so caught up in our feelings against Hillary Clinton. Oh, I don't like how she did Obama, even though Obama forgave her, right? Like I, that we let Trump get in, get in there and we gave him the Supreme Court. So when you talk about the future generations and you talk about the culture, I got my three kids, you know, who are going to have to deal with his justices for the next minimum 50 years or 40 years. And so, mm-hmm. we, you know what I'm saying? And so and that's, that might be longer than, than, than many of us who, are, who might be here or not. And so what we did that, if these guys win, these racists, these proud boys, these whoever's and Trump come, it's because we let them because we got too comfortable. You know, Dr. Cornell West talked about one of the problems with, with, with black people on some level is that we stop focusing on trying to be great and just focus on trying to be successful. You know, just getting the act that the money, the accolades, I got this position, that position. But a great people works every single day to uplift their people. Native American communities, they talk about working for seven, eight, nine generations down the line. And right, we got to right. get to that. You know what I mean, bro? And it starts yeah, yeah, right yeah, bro. now, less than three months. Absolutely, brother. That's and that, that's 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 where I'm at. I'm like, man, I'm not thinking. I don't. You know, I know how November might show up. You know, what I mean, we we I definitely encourage people to vote, but I just see like there's something big on the horizon, Doc. Yes. And you, you know, I've talked to my my producer Joel about this. You know, this thing this thing is coming so fast, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we we have gotten so conditioned to believe that we're a part of being a part of this American democratic system um, that that you know, with the speed of government, that things are going to come slow. But if you look at folks, if y'all if y'all take a look over the past four years, five years, how things have just descended so fast, yep. rights being trampled, you know, things that have been in place for years, literally 50 years, we saw that with the Roe v. Wade, we see that with the voting rights bill. We, we, we can't even get through, I mean, we had 2020, we had all of this conversation about police reform. We can't get a bill there. I mean, we just finally, we, you know, they, they got the, the big bill with the reduction, the Inflation Reduction Act, all of the, but these things are happening like really, really fast. That's right. And it's like, it's happening so fast, Doc, that I think a lot of people are either missing it, we're just not paying attention, or we've had this hope. We have, and I think this is the biggest challenge for Black America right now. We still hope and believe in the system, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that even though a lot of my watches, they'd be like, no, nah, man, we, we need to change. We need to do something radical. We need to do. And I hear them. Mm-hmm. But I know and outside of my watches, maybe a few people watching Bub Rowling and this network, there's a huge majority of people yeah. that, and I'm saying black people, that mm-hmm. believe in the system. We hope yeah. each and every year that the system is going to do right by us. Yeah. So we got this very, very like m- minority of people that are saying, all right, let's change it. Let's change it. Let's do something different. But there's a huge majority, I think, of people saying, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, y'all. Let's just, let's just, let's just see how things play out. And I am, I'm not too, I'm not too sure about that group. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. And, and we don't have time to sit and wait and play out. We got to get in right. the game and take action. Many of us are going to work from within the system many of us are going to work from outside the system but really at the end of the day we have to continue to do the work when you talk about things happening so fast you know the washington post you know their famous motto is you know democracy dies in darkness that's a lie democracy dies in the brightest of day right in front of you day by day hour by hour second by second minute by minute and that's what we're seeing right now every single day we lose more of a piece of it as for those of us when we look at you know we didn't get the george floyd uh police reform bill we didn't get the voting rights right but if we get three or four more senators make mansion and cinema uh, irrelevant we can start to do those things while we have the opportunity yeah, to true. do so but so many of us are, and look even with that we see that despite all of the promises, the Democrats, you know, will come short on some things. But just because we don't get everything we want in one session, we keep fighting again. We came from a people who endured hundreds of years of enslavement. You know what I'm saying? If they can deal with that and fight for the change that we got, we can do this. We built this country. This country owes us. And if we just let ourselves watch everything happen, it's going to be it's not going to be long before we're they trying to put us in chains again? Are we finding ourselves having to bounce this country? Yeah. And I, like I said, wherever you go, they will find you. That's how white supremacy and nationalism works. Yeah, can't get rid of it. All right, let's go to some of the comments, folks. Y'all checked in. So many people have some, some uh, y'all have so much to say around this issue. As we talk to uh, Dr. Dabinia, who is a lecturer professor, he is an analyst and a, a speaker. But he is looking at everything from politics to diversity and equity in so many different spaces. We are so happy to have our brother join us. Mike, Mike V, you checked in. You say, look, if you don't hold it up, then what do you have left? If January 6th was a success, then what is the black response? We have not created a plan B for the ambiguity that we trap ourselves in. Oh, (laughs) damn, (laughs) Professor. Damn, Doc. God. I think. Ooh, we ain't got no plan B, Doc. I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't I don't agree with that. I think that we have a lot of strong plans, but they're 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 not being fully supported. Like for example, Black Star Network is part of the plan for us to control the information that gets out into our community, right? There are other organizations out there that are fighting as it relates to voting rights. There are organizations run by black folks that know the companies that we need to sponsor, the, the, the media companies that we need to hit, the, the potential boycotts and boycotts we need to support, but we don't support them. 
So I think that we put ourselves in a bad situation by saying we don't have a plan B. There have been a lot of people out there in our community who've been working on the plan. You know, you, the Roland Martin, the Cameron Hunters, the Joe Madisons of the world who have been doing this work on a daily basis. They need more of our support. They need more of our physical dollars. We can't just throw out this hope. If things were hopeless, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now because yeah, they're not going to. Right. You're right. You're you right. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, and those right. are the types of things we have to see as progress every single day. And it has to be daily. We can't just wake up and think one day we're going to arrive and plan B is going to be implemented. They got, you know, Trump and all of these guys got to this space by doing the daily work. I mean, Trump was calling AM radio stations on the daily to talk to anybody who would listen. You know what I'm saying? It was like the biggest free advertising campaign ever. And rather than this guy possibly going to prison, people are talking about bringing him back as president. They have a plan. Look, I'll give you this one other example. Roe v. Wade. People had movements and rallies every single year once Roe v. Wade got implemented. Every year they were down on the Capitol marching, even if it was two people, 20 people, yeah. 30 people. And yeah. they never gave up until they got to this moment today. We need that type of dedication. And many of us yeah. just don't have that type of energy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hotep Pan-Africa, we must see, you said we must see financial backing by our wealthiest as every other white group has done. Yeah, we do need to see that. We need to see that. You know how we need to see that very quickly? We need to put some fire under the wealthy, the black, the black intelligentsia, the black wealthy uh, class. Dejima, uh Boutique, you said black political class and black managerial class are very much aligned with the system until they lose. Yeah. <laughs> until, we, until, you know, because, Doc, you know it and I know it. When black folks start losing out, when the middle class, and, and if you don't believe that there's a war on the middle class just in general in this country, then oh, yes. I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't help you. But there is a war on the middle class in this country. That's there right. is a huge war. The, the, the disparity between the haves and the have-nots is growing wider and wider each day. I'm in L.A., y'all. You know the disparity is crazy oh, out here. Yes, yes, yes. It's real. It's very real. And it, and it reminds me of the time of what they call in history, the Gilded Age. You know what I mean? Where, mm. you, you know, back that was New York City was the center of the Gilded Age. It's Los Angeles that's the center of the Gilded Age. So now it's it's it, the disparity is real. And so, Dejima, I appreciate you for saying that. Tiz, you say, look, what we need to do is stop talking about it and be strong about it. Weak people talk about injustice. Strong people fight injustice for their people. Well, I push back on that a little bit, Tiz. I think that strong people have to, we have to, and Doc, you tell me on this because you, you study this and you do this. We have to, for those of us who are blessed to have the platform and the consciousness, we have to first tell people or help them to shape their context about what they're seeing. Almost oh, definitely. Because so many times we might believe that this is okay. I've literally heard black folks say, Hey, you know what? I mean, it's the, the hood is always going to be the hood. The ghetto is always going to be ghetto. Like we have taken it to be our lot in life. Like this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. We, we got to do better. And like you said, those who know need to teach. You know, as Dr. Maya Angelou said, you know, rest or so. Once you learn, teach. And at the end of the day, those of us who have that information, we got to take it to the next level. I did my doctorate. You know, one of the things he left out is I, I'm an MC as well. Oh, that's right. Uh, you are an MC. <laughs> I did my doctorate on, on Jay-Z. I teach oh, a class right. on Jay-Z at American University. And one of the things I learned in studying him is he talks about 
how across the street from where he grew up in the Marcy Projects, there was a, you know, there's a Jewish community. And he says, when you look at the, the Jewish community was pretty much the same economically as the Marcy Projects was. But when you look at it now, the way they've been able to build and grow that community, reinvesting in themselves, teaching, teaching each other, it's like night and day. But he says, Marcy, for the most part, is still the same. And that's why you see Jay-Z doing things like bringing a, a cryptocurrency, a Bitcoin class to Marcy Project students, right? Having the scholarship funds to be able to send kids with a C average for Marcy to college because they won't end up in classrooms like mine at American University without that type of investment. You see people like a, a LeBron James, you know, starting a school, you know, in, in Ohio. You see in these types of things where people do have the, the capital and the ability to do that, starting to pass that information on to start to work towards building the next communities. When you look at what was happening in, in the 60s and with, with your late Bill Russell, Muhammad Ali and the others, you know, they had to focus, you know, obviously they were fighting for economic rights, but because what was going on in the civil rights movement, the main thing was that political fight that they were in. We need to be able to vote. We need to be able to live where we want to live, not be able to go to segregated places when we're trying to play. A, now we're in a place right now where because of what they did, because of what other ancestors did, we have the ability to really be able to merge the political might with the economic might and really start to make a directional change in our community building on what has been done before. And mm -hmm. if we don't seize that, we have no one else to blame for us, but ourselves. And for the sister who talked about, you know, people who are part of the managerial class and the political system, when we look at, you know, our, our leaders like, you know, Representative Maxine Waters and the like, there are many who are within the system who have been fighting for us to be able to better ourselves every time. So we can't just condemn all of them just because they're in that system. Representative Clyburn, look at what ben, Representative Thompson's doing right now, challenging Trump right now. And so it's it's a mixed bag, but so many in there are working on our behalf every day. They need more of our support because they're fighting these races straight up every single day when they walk into yeah. the Capitol. Hey, hey, really quick, Doc, I want to get your, your view on this because you do work with the next generation with young people. You do motivational speaking work and, 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 uh, and working in other capacities. I mean, what, what do you say and, and how do we engage the 21 year old black student? Or, 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 the, or the the college grad mm -hmm. and, you know, the student class, the black student class. How do we make sure that we incorporate them into this larger this larger strategy to move our community and our people forward, especially now, mm -hmm. given that's yeah. everything that's happening? You know, what I mean, I, I don't want us to I feel like there's some disconnect right now that's starting to happen yes. where we're like, oh, OK, they on the HBCU campus or in their PWI. Mm -hmm. and, and they're not being a part of the conversation. How did we bring them in? Absolutely. I remember when I was an undergrad and Representative Maxine Waters came to my college, right? We have to go and meet them where they are. We cannot expect them to turn on the Black Star Network or, uh, or Karen Hunter or Joe right. Madison, like right, right from jump. We got to right. go to where they are. We got to know the music that they're listening to. Can you walk up to a young guy today and talk about what Nipsey Hussle really did and have a relatable conversation? If you, when you, you know how to, they say that kids don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. You have to go to where they are and their online platforms and their communities and start to talk to them about the issues that matter to them. And then they're going to start to see how they can partner together. I saw when Roland Martin, I was there when he was doing all of his protests with Howard University, getting those students, those students who he was highlighting when they were protesting the dorms and stuff. Now they're with, they're with Black Star Network and they see what's happening. Meet them where they are. One of the reasons I started rapping, bro, is because I realized I can meet more of our young people with a three minute rap as opposed to a three hour our speech because they weren't trying to hear that that's what we got to do
Woo! Hey, look, Doc, I gotta bring you back on, man. Maybe yes, his, his spit some bars or something. No, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I got bars. Let's but do no, it. No, I know you got some. I know you got some. But look, I gotta bring you back on. But I, I think that that is paramount that we bring them into the conversation in a different, different way. Because right now, like the new voter, the 20, the 18 year old, the 19, the 21 year old, politically astute young mind, young black student, grad student. They 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 on a different wave right now. Mm -hmm. They on a different wave, and the op and our enemy right there, the enemy of our rise, is putting them in a space of reality show. The enemy of our mm -hmm. rise is putting them. Like, hey, yeah. you could just be a content creator and make a difference, and it's like yep. that's mm -hmm. that. There's so much more that needs to be done. That's right. That's right. There's so much more. All right, dear brother, we appreciate you, Doctor Omekongo Debenya. We appreciate you, brother. We gotta bring you back on. I love the conversation. And certainly, when can folks check you out on RMU? Monday night. I love being part of the Monday night panel. You can catch us there. If you want more information about me, catch me online at Omekongo or go to upstanderinternational.com or omekongo.com. I love to continue the conversation. But catch me on Monday night with the Monday night panel. There it is right there. My man, Dr. Omekongo Dabenga, thank you so much for being so good for the culture and being joined, joining us for the conversation today. Thank you, brother. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.